Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church. Second Peter chapter 1, verse number 2. This is what it says. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God of our Lord, and of our Lord Jesus. As his divine power has given us, listen to the construction. So this is what I, I always say, that listen to the construction. Is it something that, that, that has already happened? Is this something that is going to, to be done? Is this a promise? And, and listen to who it is, it is, talk, it is referring to. Is it, are you included in there or is talking about some, someone else? What's your part in there? So he says, his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So this portion of the, of, this, of, the, of the Bible is talking about what God has done, right? It's talking about what God has completed. So this is the section. If you remember, I'm, I'm also reminding us what, what, what Greg spoke about in the previous uh, sermons. When, when, when this series was actually introduced, we're talking about, so this is one side of what God has done. So are you going to sit back and say, oh, um, this is what God has done. What my, what my plan in this? What, what am I going to do? What's, what's, my, what's my section? What am, I, what am I going to do in this? So you have one end of the spectrum where God has done it for us. Right. But now, listen to this second part. Because of this part that I've just read, he says on verse 5, he says, But also for this very reason, giving all diligence. Now, that's where you come in. <laughs> that's where we come in. Praise the Lord. And he says, giving all diligence. Who is giving all diligence? We are. And he says, add to your faith. Remember, listen to the construction. It's not even saying add faith. Because that's the element. You, if you're on the first verse that I didn't read, Peter was writing to people who were already believers. He was writing to the sept. So he knew that these guys already had faith. So he says, remember, on, on verse 1 actually says, to those this is those he was writing to. He says, to those who have obtained like precious faith <laughs> with us by the righteousness of, a God, of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So he knew that these guys had obtained faith already. They were saved. Now he actually then talked about what the divine power of God had provided. And so there is a provision from God's side. And then he says, to your faith, with all diligence, to your faith, add these things. The virtues. 
He lists them. And he says, what are we going to add? He says, add to your faith virtue. To virtue, knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. To brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things, listen to this. He says, for he who lacks these things is short-sighted from his from his short sight, even blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Praise the Lord. So this this part of the of the of, of the of the Bible that I've just read, Greg has already talked about adding virtue. He has already talked about adding knowledge. He has already talked about self-control. Praise the Lord. So today we are gonna talk about adding perseverance. Praise the Lord. Can we say perseverance? The other translations. You see, if you have your own translations, this one, this translation is the New King James Version. Other translations have translated that to patience. Others have put it endurance. Praise the Lord. Now, remember, we, 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 we are not far off and say we have been saved by grace. Listen, what we are saying, these things will not save you. You are already saved. Praise the Lord. You don't need to externally force yourself to do these things so that you get saved or so that you may win God's favor. That's, that's not what we are saying. Because you are already saved. You are already there. You are already a citizen of heaven. Praise the Lord. But this, as a citizen of heaven, this is what you do. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because of the provision that God has already made in you. These things, this is the outworking. So remember when I, when I read, he says, he has already given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. The way that life is Zoe, the God kind of life. And then the, he says, and godliness, which means Eusebia. It's the outworking of the very life that you have. Praise the Lord. These are the manifestation of the things that you already have. Praise the Lord. In other words, if, if you actually see these things, these, these, these attributes, if you see, it's actually the nature of God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's, it's, it's Him. Because you are now a partaker of the divine nature. Praise the Lord. You are a participant, a sharer. Praise the Lord. So, perseverance, say perseverance, say endurance, say patience. Now, the, the, the Greek word that, that was used to, to translate that word is actually hypo, hypomone. So, H-Y-P-O. M-O-N-E. So it's, it's actually two words. So hypo means under. Uh, mone means, mone means to endure, remain, 
still remain. So the full word is actually remain under. So you, you are remaining under. So this actually, if you see, it's adding to what? To self-control. While self-control normally, it's actually you're trying to restrain yourself from. Self-control is normally associated with pleasures. Okay, you are controlling yourself so that you do not indulge in pleasures. So you, you use self-control, right? But when you're talking of perseverance, it's normally associated with challenges, pain. It's, it's, it's normally associated with trials. That's where you need perseverance. You need endurance. To remain is a character uh, or a condition where you remain under and you remain unmovable, unshaken from your path or from your faith, respect, irrespective or regardless of the circumstances that you are facing. That's you are enduring. It's the endurance. Praise the Lord. It's 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 a it's a it's a godly quality. It's you could tell as it is as being able to to is the ability to respond um, to challenges and circumstances the way Christ Christ would praise the Lord it's the way Christ would you are already born of God praise the Lord and so. This is not an external influence. You're like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm enduring. I'm, ah. Remember, he has given. There is a provision already that God has made. Praise the Lord. Now, when, when you are talking about this, I want us to read this scripture. Because Jesus himself has exemplified this. And the scriptures are, are full of of, of, of how Jesus demonstrate, demonstrated this. So if we go into Hebrews chapter number 12, verse 1 to 3. Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. So it says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us, Lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with what? With endurance. The rest that is set before us. He says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Woo! For the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Praise the Lord. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus, we are running our race with endurance, with perseverance. But this has been exemplified by Jesus. Jesus himself, the Bible says, he endured. He endured the cross. But I like this. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself. Let, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. 
He says, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. Consider him who endured such a hostility. Who endured such a hostility? Jesus. Consider him. So this has been exemplified by Jesus. The Bible talks, if you, if you open in James chapter number 5, verse 10 to 11. He says, my brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. That word again. He says, take them as an example of suffering and patience, endurance, perseverance. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. Praise the Lord. He says, we count them blessed, those who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job. And seen, and you have seen the intended, what was intended by the Lord. That the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. Praise the Lord. What I'm saying is, when you are going through circumstances, you are not the first to go through them. When you are going through challenges, when you are going through a valley, when you are experiencing different trials, sufferings in your life, you are not the first one. Here, James, when he was writing, he's showing us that some prophets of the old, for the sake of the name of the Lord of Je- the, 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 the name of the Lord Jesus, they experienced sufferings, but they exerted patience, endurance, and perseverance. They persevered. They endured. And he says, we count them blessed, those who endure. Praise the Lord. And he even said, consider the example. You know the example of Job of old. Praise the Lord. So, you are not the first. So, circumstances can be, they can vary. You know, we do not experience the same things. Maybe at your workplace for being associated with the gospel, people can actually laugh at you. Maybe for mentioning the name of Jesus, some may even criticize you. Even in your family, maybe people are just hating you, either for the name of the Lord or just maybe because of your circumstances. You may be, there may be relational conflicts that you are experiencing. Or it could be, it could be, you know, it's, it's varied. It comes in various forms. It comes in various forms. Praise the Lord. Listen to what, to what, um, to what John, 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 John wrote about Jesus. So Jesus, Jesus is talking to his, to, to, to his people at the time in John 16, verse, verse 33. This, this is what J- J- uh, Jesus said. So he says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. And listen to this. He says, in the world, in the world, are you in the world? He says, in the world you will have. Listen, he was talking about the future here. Will. He says, you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer, because I have Overcome the world. At that point, he, he wasn't even dead. 
He hadn't even taken, taken the sins of the world. But remember, he's the, he's the Lamb of God that was slain in the foundations of the world. Praise the Lord. He says, be of good cheer because I have overcome. He says, in this world you will have. So you are not immune to troubles. You are not immune to trials. You are not immune to persecutions. You are not immune to, to, to every, every form of challenge or negative circumstance of this life. Praise the Lord. Those things is a matter of when, not if. It's a matter of when. Uh, maybe maybe you, you, you're not getting me on this. If you read in James chapter 1, verse number, James chapter number 1, from 1 to 4, listen to what James says. I like this part. He says, my brethren, who? My brethren. He says, count it all joy. Look at this word. Is it if? Is this word if? No. He says, count it joy when? When? It's a matter of when. He says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Praise the Lord. So, challenges of life, they do come. It's your response to the challenges and the consciousness of who you are in the Lord that will determine the outcome. Praise the Lord. So challenges are always present. But what do you do? What do you do when you face challenges? That's the important part. How do you add perseverance to self-control? Praise the Lord. At one end, there are things that, are, that, that, that you are trying to avoid, the pleasures of life. You are trying to avoid. At the other end, you are trying to remain under, to remain in faith. Regardless of the circumstances. So there is pain at the end, other end that you are enduring under. At the same time, you are actually running away from the pleasures of life. Actually, the fleshly, if this was done fleshly, we normally like the pleasures and to avoid pain. Praise the Lord. That's, that's, that's how natural, a natural man would respond. Like, yeah, I'm going for the pleasures. Mm, pain, no. You see, but that's, that's, that's not what the word of God says. So Peter says, he says, add to self-control, you add perseverance. You're adding perseverance. Remember, it's with all diligence. Praise the Lord. I'll, I'll give you another scripture. This is Paul writing to, to Timothy. In 2 Timothy 2, verse 3. He says to Timothy, he says, therefore, you therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. And actually, at the other, the other bit of it, he says, no one engaged in warfare entangles himself in the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. He's basically saying, you as a good soldier of Christ Jesus, you should be able to endure. But if you are a soldier, you should not be included in civilian affairs. 
He says, so if you are in warfare, you shouldn't be entangled in the civilian affairs of this life so that you please him who has enlisted you as a good soldier. Praise the Lord. So we see here from the scripture that endurance is required. Praise the Lord. 1 Timothy 6, again, Paul writes to Timothy. 1 Timothy 6, 11 to 12. He says, but you, but you. So before then, he would have talked about every other person. But he says, but you, Timothy, but you, O men of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience. You see there? Gentleness. And then I like this part. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. It's called the fight of faith. There are circumstances of life that want to topple you from believing in Christ Jesus. They want to derail you from your call in God. But you fight the good fight of faith. Praise the Lord. You need perseverance. You need to endure. Praise the Lord. Now, how, how, do you, how do you deal with this? How do you deal with this? How do you edit in the first place? Or even how do you respond to this? Praise the Lord. These are key things that I'll just give you. There are many other things that, that you can. But remember who you are. Always remember that you are in Christ Jesus. Don't forget of your position because of circumstance. So the positional truth is that you are seated together with Christ in the heavenly places. Remember, be conscious of who you are as a new creation. You are born of God. Remember? Remember what the scripture says. He, who, he, he asks, who, who is he who overcomes the world? He says, who is he who overcomes the world? But he says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. That was John writing in his letter. So if you are born of God, remember that you are born of God. So first thing that you need to be conscious of, you need to be conscious of who you are in the Lord. But how do you know who you are in the name of the Lord? How do you know about who you are? Scriptures. Praise the Lord. You need to read the scriptures. You need the scriptures. So Romans 15 verse 4 to 6. Listen to what he says concerning this. He says, for whatever things were written before, they were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now may the God of patience, oh, he's called even the God of patience, but before that, he says, through the scriptures, we might have patience. He may have endurance and comfort through the scriptures. You need the scriptures. The scriptures themselves, they will give you endurance. The scriptures themselves, they will reveal who you are in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Who are you in Jesus? So you need the scriptures for these were written for our learning. Number one. Number two, that this, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures. So there is a comfort of the scriptures. We might have hope. And he says, now may the God of patience. 
He calls himself the God of patience. Praise the Lord. He's the God of endurance. Praise the Lord. He may grant you to be like-minded toward one another according to Jesus, that you may be with one mind and with one mouth glorify God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. I want you to read 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17. It talks again about the importance of the scriptures. The importance. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped in every good work. You need to be equipped by the scriptures. So the scriptures are able to equip you. They are able to... It's, it's profitable for you, praise the Lord. So you need to be complete. So the scriptures make you complete. It's not me saying that. That's written. It says all scripture is given by the inspiration. So as you read, your circumstance or your situation will be addressed by the scriptures. Praise the Lord. So you need the scriptures. That's important. Secondly, what you need is to pray. So... You need, for you to persevere, for, you, for endurance, for patience, you need to pray. This is what Paul wrote to the church at Colossae. Listen to, to what they said in Colossians. They inclu he included it as a prayer point. In his prayer point, he included that they might, be they, they might pray for endurance. Listen, he says, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. How many times did they pray? He says, we did not cease. He says, oftentimes we were praying. What were they praying for? He says, to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Now listen to this. This is the part that I like. He says, being strengthened with almighty. How many? He says, almighty according to his glorious power. For what? Why will you need to be strengthened with almighty? He says, for all patience and long suffering. You need a strengthening from God for all patience and long suffering. That's the endurance we are talking about. In his prayer to the, for the church, he said, you need, I'm praying so much, that, and always, I'm praying that, that according to his glorious power, for all patience and long suffering with joy. He says, I pray that you be strengthened with all might. You need that prayer. You keep praying, not only for you, but pray for the saints. Remember, Paul was praying for the saints. He said, I am praying that you may be strengthened with all might. I pray that you may be strengthened in the inner man. It's not, it's not only the strengthening of the physical. He says, I am praying that because of what you may go through, you need to be strengthened with almighty. He says, for all patience and long suffering, with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Praise the Lord. We need that. But what's also important is that, remember what the scripture that I gave in Hebrews. That's the other thing. He says, consider Jesus. Jesus as an example. He suffered so much. 
He suffered humility. He suffered so much at the hands of sinners. But he says, consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against, uh, against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged. So you need this an important part when you are running your race with endurance. He says, look unto Jesus. You need Jesus in this whole thing. You cannot do it on your own. So that's why we said, it's not like you are, you are saying, I am doing it to please God on my own. You cannot do it. That's the truth. The truth is, on your own, you cannot do it. You need him. Praise the Lord. You need God, the God fetter. And the good thing is you already have it because his divine power has already given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. And he has given us exceeding greater precious promises that by this we may be partakers of the divine nature. Praise the Lord. So he, he is already involved, but you need to switch. You need to be conscious about it. Praise the Lord. Now, let's read Romans chapter 8 from verse 35. This, this, this is very important in conclusions. In conclusion, when, whenever you, you are going through difficult times, Whenever you, you, you are facing challenges in your life, just remember this. this. This scripture helps me so much. This scripture is so beautiful. Listen to what, to, to what, what Paul says. He says from verse 35, Who shall separate us? Ask who? From the love of Christ. He says, shall tribulation or distress or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. Shall that separate us from the love of Christ? Skip that bit. He says, yet in all these things, all these things, he says, we are more than. Listen, he says, he didn't say after all these things. He says, in all these things, who are you? He says, we are more than conquerors. Say after me, I am more than a conqueror. Remember what the scripture that I gave you in John chapter 16, verse 10. Jesus said, you shall face tribulation. But he says, be of good cheer because I have. Jesus already did it. So that's why it's, it's, it's not even an, an, an overstatement when he says you are more than a conqueror. Because he has conquered it for you. Praise the Lord. So you are more than a conqueror. You are not a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. He says in all these things we are more than conquerors through him. Remember, this is very important. Not on your own. You cannot do it. He says through him. You need to appropriate his victory in your life. He has already done it. He says, through him who loved us. And he says, look at this persuasion. I like the mindset of Paul. He says, for I am persuaded. He says, I am convinced. I am beyond doubt. What is he persuaded about? He says, that neither death nor life. No angels, no principalities, no powers, no things present, no things to come, no height, no depth, no any other created thing shall be able to separate us 
from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The love of God has engulfed you. You cannot run out of it. Wherever you go. Remember what, what the psalmist says. Even if I go to hell, oh, behold, you are there. Shall I go under the sea? Oh, behold, you are there. If I go into heaven, oh, Lord, you are there. Praise the Lord. He is ever present. He is the constant in your life. He is the denominator. Ah. Hallelujah. Ah. He is the... You see, the love of God for your life. He loves you so much. And that does not change. You are already a citizen. No one will take you out of the citizenship of heaven. Praise the Lord. Listen, even if you think you have failed. Oh, the love of God cannot, cannot change because of what you think you have done. No. He loves you so much. And beside that, he has conquered. And you are more than a conqueror in him. Oh, I am more than a conqueror. Praise the Lord. The last thing before, before, before we do something, read, could, could you put for me Romans, Romans chapter number five? That's, that's, that's how we started with this. We said, remember where we are. We are in his grace. Always remember to, 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 take, to take advantage of the grace of God. That's where you stand. He says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. You are not an enemy of God. You have peace with God. But how did you have peace? You acquired it through Jesus Christ. Through whom also we have access by faith into his grace. We have access to the grace of God. And he says, into his grace in which we stand. So you need to stand in the grace of God. What, I means, what that means is, it's not too much about the effort that you make. It's the grace of God that enables you. You need to take advantage of the grace of God. Praise the Lord. The grace of God in your life is important. So I don't know the circumstances that are currently coming after you. Or that will come maybe next week, maybe next year. But when they come, remember, you endure hardship. For you are a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Remember, be of good cheer because he has overcome. Remember, you are more than a conqueror. Remember to stand in his grace. Right now, remember to pray. We do not pray for this because the circumstances are there. We always we are always in prayer that we may be strengthened with might in the inner man for all patience and long suffering. Praise the Lord. The strengthening of God. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page at leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.